My name's Leon Coates, pastor of Kennevay Evangelical Church. Making disciples, equipping the saints. Bible-based, Christ-centered. Luke 14, verse 25 to 35. Salvation and evaluation. The text reads, Large crowds were travelling with Jesus, and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life. Such a person cannot be my disciple. And however does not carry their cross and follow me, cannot be my disciple. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Or suppose a king is about to go to war against another king. Won't he first sit down and consider whether he is able with 10,000 men to oppose the one coming against him with 20,000? If he is not able, he will send a delegation, while the other is still a long way off, and ask for terms of peace. In the same way, those of you who do not give up everything you have cannot be my disciples. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is fit neither for the soil nor for the manure pile. It is thrown out. Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Are you a Christian? Many good people say they are. Some bad people say they are. But not all who confess faith are truly saved. In 2 Corinthians 13.5, the apostle tells his readers to examine themselves to see whether they are in the faith. The scriptures give various tests or characteristics of faith such that we can verify the truth of our confession. So are you truly a Christian? In Luke 14, 25-35, there are four tests of a true disciple that enable you to evaluate, are you a disciple? To be a Christian is to be saved, is to be born again, is to be a saint, is to be a disciple. These are different aspects of the same thing. It's not like there are Christians who go on to a higher level to be disciples who actively follow Christ. We are all either in or out, in the kingdom of darkness or the kingdom of light, spiritually dead or spiritually alive, unbeliever or believer, not a disciple or a disciple. While some might say they are, even believing the basics of the faith about Jesus being who he said he is, even about their own status as sinners needing a saviour. The reality is that true faith brings about a transformation in us that includes being a disciple. The word disciple means learner. So if you're a Christian, if you're saved, what are you learning from Jesus? How are you continuing to learn from Jesus? What is the evidence that you are a disciple? Well, in this text, there are four tests of discipleship. One, a disciple puts Christ before people. Two, a disciple puts Christ before life. Three, a disciple counts the cost. Four, a disciple puts Christ before everything. Hating family members, as this verse lays out, seems offensive to us. And How does this verse line up with others that speak, for example, of a husband loving his wife as Christ loved the church? Sometimes the use of this word hate in scripture is to emphasise preference for one over another, 
rather than carrying the feeling of detesting that we might usually understand. For example, God hated Esau over his brother Jacob, yet God also blessed Esau, which shows us that this is about preference, not hatred, as we would usually understand it. The point is that while we must love our families and other people around us, Christ is to be our preference, as a disciple puts Christ before people. A disciple also puts Christ before their own life. To carry your cross is not merely to put up with your lot in life, as though fate has dealt you a hand that you have to tolerate. No, to carry your cross is to live as though dead. The cross is the symbol of death, and just as Christ carried his cross to the spot where he was crucified, that marked his death sentence. So for us, we died with Christ as he paid the price for our sin, and now we live for him. To carry our cross and follow him is to live for him. The rich young ruler of Luke 18.18 couldn't do this. He knew the truth and came to Christ, but he valued his riches so much that he couldn't give them up. The issue for you might not be riches, but family, career, reputation or something else. What are you still holding on to? Is it the apparent control over your own life instead of handing the reins over to God? A disciple counts the cost. Being a disciple is not cheap. It's not easy in some respects. It costs you everything. You are a living sacrifice. So count the cost. Recognise that you don't have what it takes. But that is what makes it so easy in a sense. This is the very reason Christ came, because we don't have what it takes to build our lives for God, to make peace with God, or to wage war against Satan, sin and ourselves. Christ does all that in us when we surrender to him. We give our all, but he does all the work. A disciple puts Christ before everything, because everything we are belongs to him. He doesn't want temporary disciples, but those who are fully committed to him. Now that doesn't mean selling everything and giving it to the church. It doesn't mean becoming a monk. It means using everything he's given you, resources, finances, gifts, talents, energy, circumstances using those things in his service to his glory. Now, as you begin to despair because you've failed him, and haven't we all, remember the grace and mercy of our Saviour. Remember the example of Peter who walked with him, ate with him, talked with him face to face, and then denied him three times. Peter was graciously restored to be used mightily by Christ to launch the church. You may get it wrong from time to time. You might deny him like Peter, But what is the trajectory of your life? Are you living as a living sacrifice, as Romans 12 verse 1 says? Are you a disciple? Thanks for listening to the Solid Ground podcast. It's our hope that Christians would be encouraged to present a biblical worldview and others would hear the gospel. If you have questions, please email contact at kenevaec.com. That's contact at kenevaec.com.